die transformatietafel wordt met trots geborg door Maxflex Cables. You are listening to the Transformation Table, where we talk about God's business. Good morning, everyone. Good morning to everybody that's listening in now on the Zoom meeting. That's going to be listening to the later the, the the podcast later, and on the radio station. Uh, we welcome you all. We are um, this morning busy with the Transformation Table. We've got a, a special guest sitting at our table. Uh, Stefan Pretorius, that's going to share with us a little bit uh, just now. And uh, looking forward to hearing what the people of the country, the God's people of the country, doing God's business. It is serious business that we need to deal with. And um, and let's see and speak to each other and, and network to, um, to see what's happening. Um, Peter, can I ask you to open for us with prayer, please? Uh, Father, we thank you for this new day. This is the day that you have made. You have put this program together. You've connected our hearts. We thank you, Lord, that we can be part of what you're doing in our nation. We pray this morning that we will be effective, that your name will be honored, your kingdom advance, and your will done through our gathering this morning. In anticipation, Lord, of a mighty move of your Holy Spirit across our nation. We thank you even now for what you are doing and going to do. Would you bless our speaker today? Open our hearts. May we have understanding, insight, wisdom and knowledge this morning. In Jesus' name we ask it. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, Peter. The, I just want to explain to the new, new guys um, what the principle is of the transformation table. Is a picture in your mind, um, us all sitting around a big round table and um, just talking. You know, it is not a, it's not a formal um, a discussion. Um, we would like everybody to partake. You'll see at the bottom of your screen, there's a, there's a reaction button. You press the reaction button. With that reaction button, you can put your hand up, and um, then we will give you a, a, a chance to speak. Otherwise, if we interrupt each other it gets, on, on Zoom, it becomes really difficult. So, um, so please put up your hand if you want to contribute or ask a question. Um, and, and, and the idea is that we just sit around the table and we talk. There's, it's a round table because there's nobody that's more important than the other one. And um, we invi- we're going to be inviting in uh, guests. Um, we said last week that uh, <clears throat> it's about the recipes that's working. You know, what is, what is working in the country for community upliftment and building um, a Christian nation so that we can get to a kingdom nation. And uh, that is basically the principle. Of course, in the middle of the table is our Holy Father God. And um, we ask him to join us and um, enlighten us because he has all the answers and um, we can trust him. So uh, um, I would like to, um, Stefan, if you, if you can, I, I quickly popped in on your website um, that you sent me, and it's definitely worthwhile having a look. It, is, uh, it looks uh, really professional, and, um, and it's interesting to see what, what you guys are up to. But uh, please share with us, uh, Stefan, what, what, what you guys are busy with, and... Um, and, and, and your contribution to building God's kingdom. Thank you. Thank you, Stefan. I just want to add one thing. I realize that everybody's first language is not English, me being one of them. So don't be shy about it. We, we try and accommodate everybody by speaking English, but you know, there, is, there is some struggles for some of us. So um, don't be embarrassed about uh, your English. Say your say. Your say. Um, we want to hear your heart and your, and your thoughts, please. Thank you, Stefan. Go for it, please. Thank you. Now I feel much better now. You know, uh, in Potchefstroom, we only speak English in self-defense. You know, this, uh, uh, this uh, it's not uh, a place where you have a lot of practice in English. But uh, I trust that you will understand uh, what I want, what I try to say. Um, you know, I didn't prepare. Uh, 
as a speaker a topic because I think we all understand kingdom. And, you know, I, I my experience lately is that Christians like to teach each other. And uh, I'm at a point that I don't want to teach somebody. We want we, we must share our hearts. And that is why I was excited, Peter, about what you have prayed. What you have prayed is actually, is actually the essence. It is uh, that we shall share our hearts, that we can make connection from heart to heart. Because I think that is the time that we are entering in. We in the time where the sons of God, which have a substantial walk with God up to now, but pretty much in isolation. A lot of time, my experience is the sons of God is walking in this isolation, and it was the time. But now I realize it's the time for networking. It's time to take hands, to share hearts, um, so that the kingdom can come in in our environments and in our social reality around us. And that is the core of what we are doing and what I'm doing. Maybe just uh, explain who, am I, who I am. Uh, I'm a geologist, um, scientist, uh, engineer. Uh, our company, Aegis, is doing environmental engineering all over South Africa and also in other countries in Africa. So we we in the water and in the energy business. So we're running projects regarding the water supply and energy, solar, uh, environmental issues, licensing of water and all that stuff. But years ago, we start taking hands with other companies. Uh, and that was the birth of Touching Africa. And that's the website that you have referred to. In Touching Africa, we're, um, we're exactly that. Sons of God taking hands, sharing hearts. We're now almost 20 years on the, on the go. And we now are reaching, we are over 600 businesses in the network now. So the, the dream is exactly what we see is happening here. The dream is to, to break this isola isola isolation in businesses. You know, churches are known, they, they take hands with each other. Sometimes, some churches, uh, but, um, there's, a lot of isolation between Christians. And in business, especially, there's also a lot of isolation. And we have to break that. We have to break this mindset of it's for me. And that's what our dream is in Touching Africa, is to break this, uh, this barrier of it's first about me and my business. You know, it's easy to preach that, uh, seek first the kingdom of God. But to apply that in your business environment is very difficult because then you go against the total thought pattern of economy. And we have to, to jump that barrier from it is for me and not in a kind of a hybrid combination with, yeah, it's about God, but it's about me. In business, it's about me. I will apply kingdom principles, but eventually the money is for me. To break that barrier and to say, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Because if we can lay down that barrier of the own interest, I think that is the biggest barrier there is in the coming of the kingdom to society, is the breaking of the barrier of the own interest. And uh, saying that, I'm, I'm not pointing fingers to other people. I, You know, they say always when you point a finger, there's three pointing back to you. So um, we have to, and if that is a message that I can bring over, we have to stand before God in honesty to say, what is in for me, or what it is, is it first seek the kingdom of God? Because even in partaking in the 300 men, um, I was there the weekend, and, and even there, one can say, each one must make sure he participate because it's about the kingdom and not about first about me. We first go into a thing to say, well, how can how can the Lord bless me here uh, in the circumstances? But to come to the raw basic point of seek first the kingdom of God, 
I think that is a that is a huge challenge, and that is a personal challenge that we have to. We don't want to hear it. We like to hear about seeking first the kingdom of God, but we don't like to hear that that means it's not not seeking first your own interest. And that's very difficult. I read last night again about uh, we all know the story of Ananias and Sapphira, and um, it is. Uh, you were talking about, uh, somebody was talking about the Holy Spirit. And I realized the work of the Spirit is absolutely sacred. It is in the presence of the Lord working with the Holy Spirit is a sacred place. So what happened there is it was the outpouring of the Spirit of God. That's what happened there. And the next verse, they sell everything and they, they start sharing. Now, in this intimate environment of the work of the Holy Spirit, in that intimate situation, Ananias and Sapphira came, and they lie, and Petra said, you lie to the Spirit, not you lie to me, you lie to the Spirit of God. So I challenging myself to say I must not lie to the Spirit of God. When I'm going into a deal, and I'm very excited about the deal um, in business, but really, I have to test my heart. Is this first about the kingdom or is this first about our company? Um, in the environment where you allow the Spirit of God working, we must take care to be holy in what we're doing and not put, uh, put our, our own interest first. And I think that is, that is the key. It's a contrast. It's a very difficult thing. Because on the one hand, we, we expect the kingdom to come. I mean, uh, it's like uh, when you not have any expectations of the king kingdom. You're just there and, you know, just stick to this mess and we have to go through this life and luckily we will go to heaven. If that is one's attitude, then it's not that struggle. But if our, if our dream is the coming of the kingdom, the change of the environment, the change of the society, it started to, with yourself. The kingdom of God is like a mustard seed. It starts in our hearts. Then uh, we must every day go back and check the, pur purif uh, the purity of our own hearts to make sure we are standing firm in terms of seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, Matthew 7, uh, 33. And that, that is uh, still for me, it is the opening tune of our business 30 years ago when we started uh, Aegis, the environmental engineering company. And still today, it's the main battle to go back to that in each situation to say, are we on track? Are we seeking first the kingdom of God? Or is our own interest now very important in, in what we're doing? So I think um, from my side, that's an opening statement. Maybe we can discuss that informally around the table and then we can continue. Just um, uh, have this three fingers pointing back and say, am I on track seeking first the kingdom of God? Or am I busy with big talking around the table about this coming of the kingdom to the society of South Africa? And we are excited about this whole thing. But back in my mind, I actually think, yes, this coming world, this change society will benefit me. So uh, just that self-check, I think, if we can discuss that as a point of departure. Sure, Stefan. <clears throat> That's actually all. This a uh, couple of weeks worth of discussion by, by itself because it is such a um, important question. You know, uh, I'm also a business owner, and um, you know, the money makes the the wheels roll. Um, but you're right, the and 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 I do feel a certain uh, uh, um, level of um, what's the right word, a disappointment in in uh, in myself when I don't achieve those goals you know I'm, I'm also engineer and um you know nothing other than perfect is good enough um mm. that's how the engineering game works you know and um yeah so so i would i would confess that on on on, on um on that subject that i am i'll get uh, three out of ten points you know um but but it, it is a journey uh, it is a it, and it is a, a journey that has to be. Um, you have to dedicate yourself to the journey, 
so that you can achieve to that point. Uh, that's just my thought. I don't know if there's anybody else. I, I, unfortunately, I'm on my phone. Uh, Peter, I see you've got your hand up. Um, go for it, please, Peter. Uh, Stefan, what you've touched on goes to the very deepest part of our heart. Those of us, and I, it's a terrible thing to have to say, but if we have a history of settlers and we come from Europe or wherever a thousand years ago, we, have, we are Eurocentric. It is still about me. Whereas when we come to Africa, Africa is Afrocentric, where it's about the good of the village. It's about the good of, of each other, the Ubuntu concept. And so for us to adapt, some are really going to suckle to adapt to this thing. Um, others will find it, oh, well, it's about time you guys started to realize how things work in Africa. But it's going to be, as I said, it touches the deepest part of uh, many of us because it's a, a complete umwentling, a complete uh, turnaround. Yeah, I have to add that um, I, I personally see that our business is my most important um, ministry field. See, Gideon is in our group. Gideon comes to visit there on Wednesday mornings. Um, we were talking earlier before we started about mighty men and where I was saved. And one of the instructions that Umanga said was um, you need to, for, for, in your business, if you're a business owner or just a leader or whatever, um, make time for the word of God, for the, for, the, for the people. And it has to be in your time, not in their tea time. You know? and, um, and, and, that, and that's what we do. But, I mean, that's only a, a small part of it. It is upliftment. It is teaching. Um, you know, uh, uh, <clears throat> we spend a lot of time. In, in our business, in, in teaching uh, and training, and not only for what we do, but uh, just in general about being a human being. Um, but, uh, Peter, you, you raised a good point there. Um, you know, your, your sunglasses that you're wearing, your, what you're looking at through is the Eurocentric system, you know, and um, we need to alter that, that way that we look at Look at these things. And I agree with you 100%, Stefan. It's, um, business is isolated. Um, you work in your little field or the people that you, that you deal with um, and hardly move out of that uh, sphere. Um, and, and networking is everything. You know, that's something I believe in, in, in business. You can be the best at what you're doing, but uh, if you're not networking, you're going to go nowhere. Mm. It's not happening. Uh, Anthony? Good morning, guys. I've just got two questions I want to ask. Collectively, what would it mean for South Africa? What would we have to put first, the kingdom of God first, in order to achieve God to bring healing to the hearts of the people in South Africa, to, 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 to separate the division? And who does, who do necessary would be the people that would be the the body that, soos die 300 wat nou die begin van die jaar by mekaar gekom het, dis, dis a center point daar. Wie is die mense wat gaan in die breest staan vir Suid-Afrika so dat God ons land kan genees? Want ons kan nie ons land genees, en net God kan ons land genees. En, en die broukenis, die broukenis that we experience na our country, only God can heal that. We can't heal that. So we need to put, as Stefan said, we need to put the kingdom of God first. So my question is, what is it that we collectively as a country should do together with one heart that we do together to God, to put the kingdom of God first so that we can experience God's healing in our country? That's the question, the two questions. Yeah, I think the first principle that's very important is the kingdom of God is like a mustard seed. That a man took. And you, go, you can go and read that. We, we tend to say the kingdom of God is like a man. Uh, we, said, we tend to say the kingdom of God is like a mustard seed. But we forget the second uh, um, focus point in that a man took. 
So the kingdom of God is like a mustard seed. It starts small, and I think we must understand that. We tend to organize something big. We always try to do something big. And uh, sometimes most of it's connected with this point, the first point. It is. It may be connected to our inner heart seeking after something for ourselves. So that's why I started with that point: is get ourselves out of the out of the way. It's not about us. So now it's about the kingdom. Now, if it's about a kingdom, we must work according to the kingdom principles. And the kingdom principle is: it start like a mustard seed that a man took. So the first thing: it starts small. We must stop thinking big. We must think small because the kingdom of God starts small. You know, um, uh, we we working a lot of in the field, and a couple of years ago we were deep, somewhere in Africa, and we drive a lot of engineers. We're looking, we're busy with a project. We're busy with a feasibility study of bringing in water from the Congo River to South Africa. So we're busy with this uh, feasibility program, and we pass a place where a number of people were sitting around uh, uh, on stones uh, uh, under a tree. And you tend to think, oh, yes, so these people, you know, they just have nothing to do and they sit around the table. And my colleague with me said to me, you know, when the Roman troops, when they walk past Jesus and his disciples, they would have said the same. What are these bunch of people sitting under a tree doing nothing? We Roman <laughs> Empire, we, we, we sorting out world history here. And that is exactly from a demonstration of the kingdom. The kingdom of God begin, begin in your heart, the way you treat your dog this morning, the way you treat your, your children and your wife and the people around you. That's where the kingdom starts. That's your responsibility. The second thing, you must take it. Um, the kingdom of God is the authority of God. It is where the, it is the area, the space where he is the king. So uh, it's like driving, uh, passing the border to Zimbabwe. You are totally in a different country. You need a passport to, to drive in Zimbabwe because it's not your country. So there's different rules. There's di different citizenship. It's totally a different environment. The kingdom of God is a total different regime with different principles, with different environment, with a different management, with a different authority, totally different from the world. So where you walk, you actually now like a, a, a diplomat. Yeah, you, see, you are you're representing the kingdom where you walk. So the kingdom of God is small. It's around you and you have to take authority. So you now represent that authority of God around you. So, you know, we fall in this trap. We, we're talking about the big, big things. Uh, and I'm not answering the question here. I address, I'm talking to myself. We want big companies, big organizations, big projects. We can, we want to put the big things on the table, but the kingdom of God is like a mustard seed, which is populated with the DNA of God himself. And it is a thing that you have to take. If you don't take it, it's there, but there's no ownership. So that's a starting point. I think the first point. The second thing, uh, how are we going to do that? That's exactly what we're busy doing this morning. It is time for the sons that is in this individual way of walking with God to take hands. And I think that is the era that we're in now. We start, um, I'm meeting uh, all of you this morning without even in your presence, doesn't know you, uh, have no background, and immediately there's a trust environment. It's a working of the Holy Spirit. So it's a miracle in itself. Uh, think, to, uh, think for yourself. It's a miracle that 11 people can sit around a, a symbolic table talking to each other, you making use of remote uh, technology, and they start trusting each other and start sharing their hearts. It's a miracle. So we're moving in an era in the coming of the king, king, kingdom that was not there 10 years ago. It was not there five years ago. So we're going to see a quick advance of the kingdom through people taking kingdom authority in their personal small environment as the seed. Take that authority, and now they start taking hands. And while taking hands, this kingdom is going to grow. So some, uh, you know, God has a plan. God's plan is so immense fixed. We mustn't try to think on behalf of God. 
How is this going, thing going to happen? We must, ons moet, ons moet elke verhouding koester. We have to pressure, treasure each relationship and each moment and share our hearts and leave the bigger plan to God. Why I say that is we don't understand basic things. And uh, I'm just going to mention one thing. Uh, and that that's a huge uh, problem for us. Our terminology is religion-based. So now I want to share something to you, with you, but we don't understand the real heart of things. So, um, and that is a problem. Now we want to do something together, but we can't sh share actually God's plan because we don't understand it. I, I want to use one example, the word grace. Uh, the word grace. Let's start with the word glory. Let's start with the word glory. The word glory, it's um, it's a religious term. Are we talking about uh, give glory to God and God's glory? And we read in John 1, 14, that the word became flesh and we see its glory. So there's a, a effect of the word. I'm talking about how are we going to do it, all right? I'm talking about God's plan. So we must go back to the basic things before we understand God's plan. So that one of the basic things is his plan is that the word, John 1, Lohos word, must become flesh. That's step one. He will not reach out Africa if the word doesn't become flesh. You can go and read the whole thing, the word becoming the light, the light coming to the, uh, to the earth, we become the witnesses, and then uh, it's summarized in John 1, 14, the, the word became flesh and we have seen its glory. Now, the word glory is the word doxa in Greek. It, it, it's coming from the word doko, which means to think. So God's glory is to think like God. So if we want to understand God's plan, it's we must think like God. That's the step one. The word become flesh in Stephen Pretorius only when I start thinking like God. Then the glory of God is going to, 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 uh, to uh, be demonstrated in me. Uh, like Paul said, um, he called me to manifest the Son of God in me. So um, we, the word become flesh and we must understand the glory. To think like God. So first step in coming to South Africa is we as sons of God must think like God. If we don't think according, aligned with him, uh, uh, Romans 12 is explaining, if we don't think like him, then we will think like the world. And how can we change the world if we think like the world? So we must change our thinking pattern to display doxa, the glory, to think like God. Now he proceed, and I said, that glory is filled with grace and truth. And I just want to stop there because we can go on and on and on explaining terminology. So glory, which means to think, it's filled with grace and truth. Now the word grace, um, I forget what it is in Greek, or maybe I will remember, but the word uh, 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 grace uh, uh, is more, and if you go to the Greek translation uh, and you study it, it, it explains it's more graciousness than grace. It's more an environment of authority that it is. Grace is not God's ability to cope with our inability. We make grace, God has grace. We make and we want to go to South Africa explaining God's grace to say, God has grace for you. We forgive you. Grace is not God's ability to forgive our sins. Grace is more his graciousness, his gravita, his presence. So if my mindset, my doxa, my glory, my mindset become filled with God's presence, grace is in fact the effect of God's presence. So what need? What does South Africa need? It needs us as sons of God to think like God. When we do that, we will bring God's presence in our environment. He's, it's like uh, 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 the, the power that earth uh, 
it's his presence have a, a, a power that attract people. So that is God's plan. Think like him and bringing his presence into each situation where we are. If we do that and we continue doing that, start networking with each other, God's plan is he, he will heal the land. He will heal the world because that is his kingdom is coming. That's just a, in, a couple of introductional thoughts on the way we must think in changing communities and environments. Thank you, Stefan. That was an <clears throat> exceptionally good answer to Anthony's question. <laughs> Anthony, I hope you, you're comfortable with that. Uh, Marta, I see you had your hand up. Have uh, you, you still got something to, do you want to add? I'm so happy to hear everything that everybody's saying. And uh, um, I want to just say yes, yes, yes. There's something that um, concerns me, and I think I'm not saying it as a critique. I'm saying it as a longing in my heart that um, in our country there's been spiritual legislation that um, we meet in our tribes. I think it's I, th I think it's everywhere. It's almost like it says that the, we cannot meet together with our black and our coloured and our other Christians. And there's little bits of of it happening there, but I do believe that in God's kingdom is built by relationship and that we need to really, really, really contend for even crossing borders with that relationship thing um, because the kingdom is not just or just or just or just. And I see it happening a little bit, but, but it's almost as if we have to fight for it, that it must happen more. And I was listening to a very interesting talk of Tim, Tim Mackey about Paul. And he said something that blessed me so much. He said that the early church was the first group that brought people of different cultures together. No, never, ever, ever, ever was it like that before. And because people chose Jesus, they came in and they gathered and they talked and they built relationships and they had meals together and stuff like that. So it's actually the church's inheritance that we need to because God's kingdom is different was that that he said I bought people from every tribe and tongue so so uh, yeah that's it's a plea that um, we need to uh, for the kingdom to to be established we need to fight for drawing in God's other sons and daughters yeah that's what I wanted to say can I comment on that when um, uh, I think in South Africa, it's surely one of our biggest uh, barriers. Um, you know, it's comfortable to be in an environment where everybody looks like you, speak like you, have the same culture. It is this taking of the kingdom. It's kingdoms like a man taking the seed. That's one of the things that we have to take on in South Africa. It's it's a decision to jump all the barriers that we have in South Africa, it's a huge thing. And I know what I'm talking about because we have raised a black daughter. Um, she is now 33 and uh, very. Uh, she, she joined our family when she was three years of age. So I, in those years, it was long before the new dispensation and was long before it was accepted. At that point in time, we lived in the old Petersburg a very, very strict environment. And uh, I remember walking into the corporation and then people walked out on the other side having a black child. We were first of the one of the first families that experienced that kind of thing. And I was challenged with the barriers that I have in my heart uh, when I go that route. And I think um, that still today, um, Louisa, she... She married a couple uh, a while ago, and I'm telling you that was a that was a story. It was a mixed culture that uh, we. It was just a spontaneous thing. It was hundreds of people, and uh, eventually, uh, me and she was dancing. The father and the bride was dancing with saki saki burumasik, 
uh, on, a, on a majority of a black wedding. So um, we have to make a decision to go much farther than we our comfort allow us to stretch our hearts to, to bridge this gap. Um, there's a huge gap between the different communities. We talk about that and we don't do it. We must do it. We must... I'm telling you, it's a, uh, in Touching Africa where we're working with hundreds of businesses. We have more than 40 uh, community-driven projects where we're involved uh, throughout South Africa on different levels. And uh, the division between the cultures is, is a reality. It's a huge reality. And we didn't face that in South Africa yet. Thank you, Thank you Stefan. I agree absolutely. The, um, but you said it actually earlier. Um, you know, we, we come together we, uh, on, on the Zoom platform, sitting around the table, and um, there's a certain amount of, of trust uh, that develops immediately because of the Holy Spirit. I mean, um, we are, and, and, and I, I would say that the transformation table is completely colorblind, colorblind if I may say that like that. It is a, it is a beautiful format for, for that because that, that spirit that if, that that um, covers the, the the area sorts that out. I don't know if that makes sense what I said now. Um, but, uh, okay, Stefan, uh, thank you very much for that answer as well. Um, do you want to continue on to the next on on, on to the next part? Yeah, I think uh, I want to conclude with a, a, a question that uh, I want to ask myself and I want you to ask yourself because um, it's it's really important that we uh, we change our mind to have the mindset, uh, the mind of Christ in what we're doing. So we must ask ourselves, what is our expectation? What is our expectation from the Lord? What is our expectation? What is our expectation for our own situation, for our own businesses, what is our expectation for what what uh, what must happen in our society? What is our expectation? And to have a real understanding of what we see, I actually uh, I want to uh, explain. Uh, for example, we busy with a project where we're working with um, uh, where a lot of people are going need to be reestablished in work environments on farms in rural areas. So now we start on a project level. So how must this community looks like? How what do you do when you if you take thousand people that used to pluckers camper and you move them now in a good farming environment and they're now going to work? Uh, it it sounds fantastic, but how how are you going to change their minds to be in a new society? How does the society looks when the Holy Spirit is walking into this situation. So I'm busy now writing a report on that, and, and I realize that I don't even understand how our society must look. I, 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 don't, I don't understand God's plan. Um, I know what I've said, change my mind and look after my environment. But if somebody all of a sudden give you a billion Rand and said, okay, here's the funds. You, the sons of God, rearrange South Africa. There's the land. You have the funds. Bring in the water. Reestablish a million people according to biblical principles. What are we going to do? I realized I don't have the plan. And even on conceptual level, I, 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 I spent the last four days full time in the word trying to hear from the Lord, how does that such a community looks like? And what I learned from that is that we are in a learning process. And in that learning process, and that is my question, and that's what I want to ask, is what is your expectation? And from that, that expectation, what is the percentage of trust that you allow in your in your equation. What I want to say is, we must start stop sorting out stuff on behalf of the Lord and start trusting Him, and trust His Holy Spirit. It's about a trust relationship. It's about a conviction. It's about a, 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 
ek moet in Afrikaans hebben. dit is een oortuiging van mijn hart, dit is een absolute diep oortuiging, the kingdom is coming, nou, I don't know, I trust the Lord, so that question is, to what extent do you trust the Lord, with what you are busy, uh, and that's a deep, deep question, that we have to answer personally, and sit before the Lord, and grow our trust, you know, faith is like a lekker religious, well, yeah, we, might, we are believers. We believe. We have faith. But I'm talking about the conviction of heart and the real trust. So we trust the Lord, and then we realize the Lord is not doing it according to our ways, and then we step in and we start taking over. And then we start in the flesh, and the word doesn't have not the opportunity to come, become flesh anymore because my flesh is leading the whole situation. So we have to step back, allow the word of God to become flesh through us, but we can only do that if we have the conviction and a total trust in the Father. And we must go back as sons, not pointing fingers to each other, but pointing back and say, Father, I want to trust you 100% with my life, with this plan, with taking hands with other brothers and everything that we do. We want to go back to trust and go back to the work of the Holy Spirit. The new society that that was established with, with the disciples, that one that you referred to as the first multi-cultural multi, uh, uh, community was based on the work of the Holy Spirit. There was not a footprint, there was not a plan, there was not a blueprint, there was nothing. It was the natural flow of the Holy Spirit. We must go back to the, the root principles of total trust in the Lord. And I'm speaking on a practical way in running projects. So on this project, we we at the point where we have to bring in the work, the powerful work of the Holy Spirit back in our boardrooms, back in our drawing tables, back where we are busy out in project level. We, we, we have put the work of the Holy Spirit in specific environments, in specific places, and we expect the work of God there, and then move out, and then I do it my way. So we must step back, allow the Spirit of God to work, and give over to Him in a total trust. So my question is, what is the picture that you have, and what is the trust that you have, deep sight in you, that that is going to happen? And we have to move back into a basic, basic trusting the Lord in what we're doing through the work of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank you very much, Stefan. It is definitely food for thought. I, I um, When I got uh, put into this position, being appointment for, for um, community development, it, it, it uh, hit me like a ton of bricks. You know, I didn't know how, how what and where. And... Um, spending time in prayer, the only thing I got so far was be gentle. I do not have an answer. And, and, and I know the frustration that you're talking about, Stefan, being an engineering-minded person and a practical person, you want to see the nuts and bolts, the gears move. And, and, um, and I think that is why I decided that we need to do this, what we're doing at the moment, and discussing with each other, forming um, the idea is getting together what what the Lord is telling you, what the Lord is telling the guy next to you, um, you know, and 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 putting it together because we only have trust, and and trust is such an important thing. You know, you're talking about the mustard seed, and it and it's developed here. You can only take people on your journey with you if they trust you. But a project does not start if the people that has to work with you on the project does not trust the validity of the project or the viability of the project. You know, so that trust and the mustard seed, the small idea that starts, it is, um, you know, it is so important. And, and I agree with you hundred percent. And the, and the, and the, the idea is the networking around it because we need what you're doing and what, what uh, uh, Leon is doing and, 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 and Lucius and whatever the guys are busy with in their spheres, um, Fleek is busy with and, 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 and Atman is busy with, in the areas all over the country, we need to let those mustard seeds grow and encourage each other in this process. Um, but yes, I don't have the answer. I know that for a fact. 
um, I'm searching. And uh, it's, it's such a valid thing. Uh, Freak, uh, I see you've got your hand up. Yes, thanks, Angel. Uh, Atman, I saw your hand was also up. I actually want to share something with all of you. So uh, if you want to say something, Atman, please, uh, I can give you uh, the go-ahead, as we say. Um, good morning, everybody. Uh, thank you, Coach. Uh, it was just a point there where Stephen mentioned about the, the isolation and the thinking. And I just wanted at that time to just agree with him that um, because our, of our own thinking, we can basically uh, isolate ourselves. So I can make an example, example of myself. The time when the Ed Radio uh, was moved to Durbanville, my thinking in my mindset was, hi, man, here in my community, how will my community get there in Durbanville with their problems and stuff like that? And that, that was my thinking. Um, so if I was staying with that thinking, I could have isolated myself completely from the things God wants to do in my community through the same people. So now what's happening without me knowing, those people's hearts are already in our communities and they have all the skill sets, they have all the resources and stuff and they... Like yesterday, I was just, wow, Father, I'm praying all the years for this thing to come and people to come and help me in the community. And here's these people saying to me, Atman, we want to do these things, but we don't have the places to go. So the people are in place, but if we don't change our thinking, our mindset, we can actually isolate ourselves from all the opportunities and God-minded people who want to help us and think now, man, it is too far. My people will not get there and blah, 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 blah. Um, that is, uh, that's why, Stefan, you are so, so, it was so true what you were saying there about the isolation and the thinking. Thanks so much, gentlemen. Thank you, Atman. Um, yes, I actually was preparing something yesterday and I couldn't roll this thing out. It was just for our partners and friends uh, around the globe just to say something very special with them that happened this week and what we are speaking about this morning. So please be patient with me. I know you will, I trust that you will enjoy this. This is uh, a PowerPoint that I prepared for, um, for this morning, since early this morning. Now, look at this African proverb. If you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. The Lord Jesus said um, that in Luke 18 verse 16 that we, we must not suffer the little children to come unto him and forbid them, not for, at, for, 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 for of such is the kingdom of God. Speaking about the kingdom, we, we have this uh, challenge of load shedding. Now load shedding uh, over the last couple of days or weeks or months is a, a big excuse for us to come into schools and to ask uh, to come in and to, to share the good news of the Lord Jesus Christ with, with the children. Now, the kingdom of God is coming with its glory and power in the Klein Karua, and I'm going to share it now with you. I was praying uh, on Monday. We, we had a challenge. We, we, doors are opening up for us in a lot of schools, and we needed this uh, power station quite urgently, Menzo knows about it, and uh, I send out the message and say we are in desperate need of something like this to help us with our sound equipment when we go out to schools and prisons and into the communities, and um, sharing it with the kingdom people on my network, kingdom-minded people. And to be honest with you, Peter Warren say, 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 sent me a message back afterwards saying so quick, it was like we just prayed and asked, and immediately, it was not two, three minutes, uh, 10,000 rand was paid into our account to buy this power station. So God provided for us, and we give him the glory and the praise. And 
this person sowing or the person sowing this seed for this uh, uh, power station to be bought, sow it into the souls of young kids. Kids that maybe the excuses excuses is or the excuses we can't do it now. We, it's load shedding. You can't come now. We don't have power. We don't have electricity. And now we can say, don't worry about that. Uh, God had provided for us a, a solution. So we went to Roy Hevel Primary School. It's a, a, actually a farm school here in Oatswaring, uh Tuesday morning. And uh, I just want to share with you what we, so precious, what we experienced there. When the kingdom of God, this is the whole, all of the children from grade one to grade seven with the teachers, around 100 kids in the school. And the Bible says, uh, never despise a small beginning. So let's take it one by one and stay in your lane. And before we want to correct people in life, first connect with them. If you connect with people, then you've got the platform to correct them, to start to correct them. So I was asking the kids to pray with me the Lord's Prayer. Now this is in Afrikaans, but I just want to share. Yeah, I don't want to say anything. Just look at this. Also, Father. So this was them praying the Lord's Prayer. And you hear stories like, uh, but uh, or Christianity is not allowed in schools anymore. I told you last week on Ascension Day, there were schools in the Klein Karua that had a, a public holiday on Ascension Day. They just said, this is the Lord going back to heaven. We're, gonna not, we're not going to have any school today. We take, we take our stand and, uh, and our kids is going to stay home because honoring for what the Lord has done for us. So after the prayer, I, I shared two, uh, two songs with them, two kids as they say. And, uh, just, and, and people will ask me, but why do you need sound for a small group like this? Because of this. <laughs> Now the brother standing here on the left hand side with the brown jacket, uh, brother Philip Saru from Oatswaring, uh, we've been in uh, partnership for many years in a relationship. He's connected with most of the principals doing awesome work in the communities of Oatswaring, having a soup kitchen, feeding a lot of people, children, elderly people. And uh, in Oatswaring, uh, we stays in Bridgeton and uh, yeah, just have a heart for the people. And I'm so thankful and, and grateful towards our Father God for having a relationship with this brother because his heart for the people is amazing. And um, so we, we a favorite among the people of South Africa, can I say, is the song uh, Leifi, my Leifi, that is my Leifi uh, from Bernice West. And uh, just to show you how the kids enjoyed this. Yeah, 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 yeah
So this, after the prayer and the songs, I had connection with the kids and the teachers. And I could share with them, starting to correct them. I spoke to them about bully, the, uh, the challenge we have in our schools and communities with this giant uh, uh, of bully. I shared my rugby ball story with them. And because of the connection I had with them already, through the music, through the relationships, the kingdom of God was coming, coming, coming with gentleness, kindness, and with the truth. And I shared with them, and now remember, this is from grade ones till grade sevens, and they were so quiet. You could see on their faces, you can see on their faces how they enjoyed it. It was like they, some of them, their mouths was open, sharing my story with them, and uh, and, and, and then afterwards, I gave them an opportunity to react to what I shared with them. And, yeah, before I start crying, I need to share this with you. He was for my Coming into the kingdom, bringing them into the kingdom with love, with joy, with peace. Again, connecting with them first and then the correction can come. Then we were able to share, uh, to give each grade six uh, people a, a comic Bible. We call it a comic Bible. It's a New Testament illustration Bible. The recent Dalian Dalport from Bosov near Kimberley, they visited us last week. Uh, the Lord put it on his heart to give to each grade six people in the country one. Now, apparently, there's a million uh, grade sixes. Now, grade six, I never thought of it before, but seeing it now, how important. That's actually such an important year in your school school career, in your in the time when you're in school, especially in primary school. Next year, you you the the top dog in school, and the year after that you're going to be the underdog in high school again. But uh, sharing, investing in these kids, because our challenge in the prisons is the people inside our prisons come out of our community. So we need to go to the root, we need to get to the kids. If we can get the kids, the young kids, into the kingdom, and get them, help them, uh, correct them, and uh, 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 um, in, invest in them, and equip them to become kingdom builders, because that's the the, the 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 main mission of a son of or daughter of God is to build the kingdom. So we were able also to give to the rest of the school each one a New Testament of our Basak Bibles, and then we were also able to give the teachers each a Bible, and. Um, even the principal, uh, Mr. John Delon, with me and Philip, were able. We were also able to give him uh, a, a Bible. And you know, after this, if you can hear this. <laughs> Amen. 
So why did I share this with you this morning? This young girl saying, I don't know if she's the head girl of the primary school, saying thanks to me is saying thanks to you guys, to everybody that listens, to everybody, the person that said Freak needs a power station now and pay 10,000 and over to buy the, uh, the, uh, the power station. Freak needs to get to these schools. Freak needs to get to the prisons. Freak needs, when I walk into a school, when I walk into a prison, it's not just me, it's not about me. It's a representative of the kingdom with the kingdom builders helping me to go there, helping me to go and share the kingdom message with them about the grace of God and, and, and allowing them to come into the kingdom. So uh, what is my dream? Uh, uh, Abraham asked, uh, what do I see? I see the schools in South Africa filled with the kingdom, that the kingdom come with power and glory into the schools. Let's fill the, the schools. Let's bring the kingdom. Let's bring the message of light. I said to them, only light can cast out the, a darkness. Darkness can, cannot cast out darkness. And only love can, uh, can cast out hatred. Not hatred. And how to fight the devil. How to fight the enemy. Not with his weapons, but with the weapons of God. And that's all the kingdom principles. Sharing with them about the two kingdoms. Because I was for many years part of the kingdom of darkness. And what is the character of the kingdom of darkness? Bullying. Hurting other people. And when you come into the glorious kingdom of our Lord Jesus Christ, it's about love, it's about joy, it's about peace, it's about the righteousness in the Holy Spirit. So yes, brothers and sisters, uh, I just want to thank you. Uh, God willing, me and my son Christopher will leave uh, shortly, going back, uh, leaving George, going to Ochoering, then to Baxter Primary School, after that to the rest high school, and then we're going to sleep over tonight in Beaufort West to go to the prison tomorrow morning. And it's like Atman said, you know, um, take it, uh, go into your communities, start in your communities. First start in Jerusalem. Why did I start in Outswilling? Because Outswilling is known all over the world as the small Jerusalem. And the Lord said, first start in Jerusalem. So yes, I see a mighty revival already starting to break out amongst our young people, and in our presence. Yeah, you, you saw it. A whole school standing up, praying the, uh, the prayer with me, giving their lives to the Lord. And what's that going to happen? We could give them a Bible. People will say, but where are you going to get the money to, 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 to get, give each one of them a Bible and to continue with this? Uh, to be honest with you, and I say this in humbleness, that's not my problem. That's not my problem. The Lord didn't say to me, get the money and then go. He just said to me, go. He will provide. He will provide. He always does. And God is faithful. And he will continue to be faithful because he gave us a promise. Wherever you go, I will be with you. So thanks again to all my friends and partners. And uh, I can only say we appreciate you. We love you. And uh, let's continue to see how the kingdom of God is coming in our, in our lifetime in this country. Because it's the only thing that can change this country. Crime under the foot of the gospel. That's the way to go. Thank you, brothers and sisters. Thank you, Friak. So was that a PowerPoint about a PowerPoint? <laughs> From the ultimate power. So uh, uh, I think to conclude um, <clears throat> exactly what Stephen was saying this morning. You know, we network. We've, you, you planted a hundred mustard seeds there uh, yesterday. Let's see what, if it turns into a mustard tree forest um you know some of us work in 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 hearts and souls you know um that is where your your strong point is that you work with the people you know um stefan is talking about the, the the mechanical stuff the getting the water to the people but at the same time developing the community you know but it is a more a I'm very careful saying this. Let me re let me say differently. My my way of, of things is I want to see the nuts and bolts, you know. But putting all of it together brings the the whole thing together, and it is by being um, kingdom minded and 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 uh, faithful to what uh, God has given us and telling us to do 
that we achieve the whole. And that is my dream, the whole, you know, getting a complete um, kingdom-based um, society. You know, we must reach for the whole, not for almost the or um, a good substitute, but the whole, the whole of it. You know. Um, so yes, beautiful morning, Stefan. Thank you very, very much. Um, I think we need to have some more uh, conversations with you um, at a later stage. And I think, I think what we're doing is um, going the right direction. You know, we need to talk to each other. We need to encourage each other. Maybe this morning there's somebody, uh, I didn't even know there were, to, to be honest with you, uh, uh, I didn't even know there was a Dorpi called Tarka Stat in South Africa. So um, <laughs> uh, my apologies. But um, you know, maybe there is somebody that is um, inspired this morning in a Dorpi that we don't know the name of to reach out. You know, we, we spoke two weeks ago about your reach must be further than your grasp. And this is exactly what we're talking about, you know. Planting the mustard seed into the into the future is um, is exactly that. Um, so thank you very much for this morning, guys. Is there anybody else that wants to add something, Stefan? Thank yeah, you thank much. you very much. It was a privilege to to share uh, and to see what you're doing, uh, Jan. It will be nice to talk again in the future. Thank you very much. You're always welcome. And that's why, Stefan. That's why I didn't want you to prepare anything. Because we want to speak out of our hearts, sit around the uh, table, run a cup of coffee, and just talk among, amongst friends and make new friends. You know, um, we have made so many beautiful friends around this table. Uh, Freak, uh, I was hoping we we're going to see John this morning. I mean, uh, that was a that was an instantaneous friendship. Uh, Stefan, same with yours. It's an instantaneous friendship. Let's see where the, this mustard seed that got planted this morning goes. Um, we don't know. We don't know. The beauty and the fun of this is that we don't know. But God will show us. And I'm excited for that. So thank you very much for this morning. And uh, have a blessed day. Thank you for listening to the Transformation Table, where we talk about God's business.